Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Thank you, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. Um, thank you for that. I hope you're having a great weekend. I hope I'm making a difference in your life. I want to be your mentor. I want to be your coach. I want to be there for you. I want to give you options and opportunities and just show you what's going on, the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business. Uh, let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I give you the praise and the glory for this day and every day and every one of our listeners that they will grow and be prosperous and learn and be the best they can be. Give them wisdom and knowledge, but that wisdom comes from you, and we know that. It's so awesome. And I learned this week that wisdom is a, is a female. How awesome is that? Uh, I don't understand that, but, you know, go, girl, go, I guess. Uh, bless and be with each and one of these listeners, especially the women, as they grow and learn and be the best they can. I, I give you praise and the glory for this day and every day, and ask this all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, thank you, listeners. I, You know, just so much going on in the car business, so much going on in um, just everything. I mean, I, uh, I'm i very productive uh, in my life and in my walk with the Lord, uh, helping people, being a mentor, trying to trying to give them the right advice, uh, car business is crazy. Car business is tough. It's nothing easy about it. Um, you know, what man makes breaks. The best kind of car is a paid-for kind of car, and then there's only two kinds of cars, a Ford and Cana Ford. And, man, them Cana Fords are miserable, really, really miserable. So I, I try to get you understanding the, the, the game. It, it, this is a game. And this is like football, that you keep score on football, you keep score on basketball. Car dealers keep score on your money. Yeah, show me the money. I love your money. There was a, there was a movie, Show Me the Money. Uh, well, that was very popular, but let me tell you something. It's been around for a long time. The, the difference in the business in the last 57 years that I've been in it, uh, yes, I've never had a job. Uh, I've always been in the car business. Yes, I've owned a lot of other businesses along with it. Uh, always been in the real estate business. Always had rental property. Always buying houses, fixing things up. Uh, yes, if you have a house that's overwhelming or house you want to sell. Also, I'm building a, a really good real estate team. I've got two ladies uh, that uh, I've known for five or six years, the best, hardest-working women I've ever seen. Um, really sweet ladies, and uh, and I'm building a real estate team. We're going to do some wholesaling, which I'm a wholesaler anyway in the car business, wholesale houses, um, help people find the right money in the right situation. But, uh, you know, we buy and sell ourselves. We buy and sell everything, and and that's part of my life. That's part of my growth. That's part of my ministry. Um, I've got a house that— uh, Right now, that's on the south side of San Antonio, the lady wants me to go look at it and give my professional opinion on the house, what it needs, what it's worth, what would I give. She wants, she really doesn't want to sell it, but her husband does. But, I mean, we need to be in unity with our spouses. Uh, it, it makes life a lot easier. Uh, you know, we don't have to look for a crazy reason to, um, 
make ourselves happy. We don't have to make a crazy reason what we're doing things. You know, I, I come across reasoning the other day, and uh, it kind of fits Proverbs uh, 5.23. I, I like Proverbs 5.23. Uh, people die for the lack of discipline because of his great folly. Uh, he is lost. Your great folly. What is folly? Well, you know, it's a lack of good sense and our normal prudence, our foresight. Can you see the foresight? Can you see what's going to happen? Good morning, Johnny. And uh, it's a foolish act. Are you? A, do you do folly? Do you do foolish acts? Do you make? Are you insane? You know what the description of insane is. It's doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different exult, results. You know, prudence is the, the ability to govern and discipline oneself by the use of reason. Are you governing yourself by reason? Are you governing your decisions by reason? Can you say no to yourself? A good friend of mine and I, she was, uh, we were talking about what's the hardest thing in the world to do? Say no to yourself. Oh, man, that's hard. And I've I've talked a little bit about it on my radio show. My dream car I ran into recently, and I mean it was the right color, the right, right everything. And I mean you couldn't build this car for less than about 150000 and the guy wanted 75000 for it. reason. Man, I gave myself a bunch of reasons why I justified every thought I could come up with why I was going to buy this car, but I reasoned, do I really need it? Did I reason, do I need to pay the insurance, the storage, the upkeep? How much would I drive it? How much would I use it, you know? And it would probably keep its value because old cars, you know, t- most of the time they keep their value. And I, I love old cars. I play with old cars. It used to be my passion. It's not my passion anymore. Um, I used to make decent money at it. It's tough to make any money because it costs so much money to fix them up. It's it's like a house. You know, I, I was talking to a, a lady that was trying to uh, find out what to do with her house the other day, and she said, you know, I got a hold of the wrong contractor, and he ripped me off, and he charged me a lot of money, and the house is worse than what it started. Now, how do you get one worse than what it was started? Well, he Tore off some sheetrock and left it all bare and left the trash and adios. And he took off. Well, that that does happen. I mean, you know, same way in the car business. Do you have a good mechanic? I I tell a story about uh, well-known mechanic shops around town. And a friend of mine had a a 734 diesel. Good morning, Keith Reynolds. Uh, You in Arizona still? Uh, And he was... Uh, you know, he needed his truck fixed. It was a 7.3, and he loved the truck. It was a, one of them kind that you love. It's paid for. But he got priced 7500 to fix this diesel. And uh, he was driving it. I said, well, let me listen to it. And I listened to it, and I said, well, what's supposed to be wrong with it? So he went through everything that's supposed to be wrong with it. I said, I, I've got a man who'll fix it for about twenty five, twenty six hundred. Well, he fixed it for 2600 you know, I mean, sometimes we need second opinions. Sometimes we need, you know, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly, 
And I tell a lot of people, go to these big used car independent lots, get you a figure, bring it back to me. And I usually beat it 500 to 1500 Why? Because of overhead. Overhead is gone crazy. Insurance is up. Rent factors up. Even though I'm a blessed man, my house, my house is paid for, my car is paid for, and my car lot's paid for. And so, but what what's the focus on today? Uh, what's the focus that you're you're thinking about? What's the focus in the spiritual growth that you've got? Focus on today, and then the future will be better. Good morning, Bubba. And so, the future today will dictate what happens later. I mean, if you put yourself in in debtor's prison, you can be locked up for seven years. How much fun is that? What's going to happen? You know, we don't even know what's going to happen in January 20th. I think Pelosi will have to be our president. Thank Lord. Lord, I know you're in control, but, man, don't put that witch in control. Uh, and so... I mean, we don't know what's going to happen in the politics. We don't know. We don't know what what's going to happen when the the Socialist Party, the Democrat Party, the Communist Party is in control. How, how much gas is going to go up? They're going to stop fracking. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. You know. I mean, things are going to change. You know what's amazing to me is what's going on in the car business. What's going on in the real estate business? Like I say, uh, I found I bought two houses this week that I'm closing on toward the end of the month. And so, but I mean, I've seen so much that's going on in this world, so much buying. It's been like a buying frenzy. People are jumping up, buying everything they're getting their hands on. Cars, uh, houses. I mean, you put a house up for sale. There was a house that hit the market that I heard about, a lady investor that uh, I know. And this investor called and made a full pop full offer of what they were asking for and the realtor said we've already had 17 inquiries on it 17 and it'd been up two days and he said you know i'm not going to get back with you very fast because you know uh we're, we're waiting to see what how many other people come in effect see that's the key um why are we buying so much? Why are we jumping into these things? Why are we, you know, has we has the buying dollar, the the value of the dollar weakened? Are, are we in that in that situation where we're in a buying frenzy, trying to grab a hold of anything that we can? Are we trying to reward ourselves? Are we trying to keep up with the Joneses? Does pride, greed, and selfishness come into your effect in making your decisions? what you deserve, what you want to reward yourself, how you want to be. You know, I mean, I want to be productive. I bought a house in New Braunfels, uh, born and raised in New Braunfels, love it. Uh, and that house, uh, I had a designer come through because uh, I'm not the best designer in the world. And I'm, I'm a little old school. I'm a little behind times. So this designer came through and did my house. It's turning out great. Sometimes we got talents in certain ways in certain situations that grows and prospers and we can do well with. And sometimes we're not, and designing's not me and fashion's not me and what's going on is not me. So I step out and let somebody else do it. Now, buying and selling and values and and stuff like that, I was born and raised in it, grew in it, understand it. But when I accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, my wisdom just blew up. I mean, it exploded 
because the Bible says if you want wisdom, ask for wisdom. And how and and wisdom's a, a female. Is it because they make better decisions, slower decisions than males? Uh, you know, does reasoning come in an effect? Do you know? Uh, to take, you know, reasonings to take part in a conversation, discussion, or argument. What, when's the argument come in effect? When the argument, I think 99% of arguments are due to pride. Somebody's got pride. Somebody has got pride. To talk with another so as to influence their actions or their opinions, to d- justify or support with reason. But sometimes our reason's not common sense. Sometimes our reason is not right. So, I mean, you've got to understand your budget, your lifestyle. Maybe you got to understand the future. Maybe you don't know how long you're going to keep your job. Talked to a lady the other day that worked for a city for 14 years. Now the clear blue sky, she got, late, she got fired. I mean, and, you know, and I've, I've really talked to her recently, and she's a smart lady, and she knows what's going on. Um I've even thought about in the future maybe uh, using her on on my real estate team. And so, you know, everybody's got a talent. Everybody's got – but, I mean, where's discipline fit into this? And we're back on uh, Proverbs 5.23 because we talked about discipline. People die for lack of discipline, and because of his great folly – well, when you don't have discipline – when you you know you do it all on your own, when you think you know it all, and you know if you've got folly in your life, and folly's not good. I mean, it really not. I mean, it's lack of good sense, it's lack of norm, normal prudence and foresight. It's a foolish act. It's a foolish decision. You ever felt like you made a foolish decision on your last purchase of a vehicle? I guarantee you, you can. I mean, it's, you know, you're tying yourself up. You know, a lot of people just could not believe they can't pass up zero interest rate. Well, the problem was on zero interest rate, all the new car dealers thought they were running out of inventory, so they went up on prices. Uh, you know what, Barry? I forgot to say the phone number. Give us a call. Uh, uh, my sign's down. I can't. Oh, there it is. That's it. All right, thank you. So anyway, give us a call here. There's no dumb questions. 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Be glad to talk to you. And there's no dumb questions. No nothing. You know, and so we want to talk to you. And it's amazing, you know, I talk to so many people during the week. That's why I give my phone number out. Get pen and paper. Uh, My phone number is 830 Seven zero eight four seven eight nine. That's eight three zero seven zero eight four seven eight nine. And I tell you what, Barry, I've had tremendous response about talking about the guy that called me from Eugene, Ohio, to tell me that he loves my show, but I got to quit talking about God and the Bible. And everybody got a kick out of that. And uh my son got a kick out because he heard me arguing with the guy for 10 minutes because I'm not going to take God and politics out of my show. And besides, uh, it's old back pocket national. And I've got a few sponsors like Granite Hills, Chevrolet, and Buick, great people in uh, Lano, Texas. Uh, love them. 
uh, watched them in action, do business with them, and they and you know it gets back to sponsorship of shows when you want to do it right and. But I'm I'm beginning to think maybe these banks and these credit unions don't want to do it right. I'd rather have my customer in good shape, mentally, physically, spiritually, and budget-wise, and them know what how to do it and do it right. Give classes at I've, I give classes at Valero, uh, especially down in Corpus. They love me coming down there and talking to their employees. Why? Because a good employee that's not in bondage, not in debtor's prison is a better employee. I've got a lot of owners of restaurants call me and tell me, yeah, my family's going to work, or my not family, but some of them's family and some of them's employees, going to work at 5 o'clock in the morning because they need to be down at the restaurant to open early. And I've got a show on at 5 o'clock in the morning. So they tell them be sure and listen to me because, number one, they want them to show up at work. And number two, they, they don't want them to be in the bind so they might try to steal. And number three, to work things out better for the for the restaurant. And so as a sponsor, I'm looking for sponsors. Granite Hills is one of them in Lano, Texas, and I've got another one that's on a couple of other stations, telling people the right way to do it. But if you're a good dealership, and there's not many of them that want to sponsor me, if you're a good dealership, you know that your customer knows what's right and knows you know the r- proper way, and you want that customer. And you want to treat them right, and you want to tell them the truth. The customers, the the sponsors that don't want me, the people or the dealership don't want me, don't want the customer to know the secrets, don't want them to do it right. But Granite Hills, Chevrolet, and Lano, uh, man, Bruce and Kurt, they do a great job. They're hands-on dealers. They're there, and they want to sell you a new Chevrolet, GMC, or Buick. And, and they, they do a great job, really a good job. And uh, lately, they've been really stepping up real tall on used cars. See, it gets back to overhead. Their overhead is low. They're in a small town. Taxes are cheaper. You know, overhead is way, way cheaper. They don't have a $50 million building with taxes. They don't have a $50 million building that they had to pay for and make payments on. You know, they've, they've got a low overhead. And if you're a mechanic and you'd like to work for a dealership out in the hill country and if you want to buy a vehicle give them a call or call me and i'll give you their phone number or go to lano.com they own the website that's a cool deal they own lano.com l-l-a-n-o.com well that's lano texas oh man the barbecue's great up there it's a great scenic drive you get to go through marble falls uh man it's i enjoy the drive i, I enjoy the the windshield time just getting away uh, lots of times I just turn the radio off. I need quality time to think. I need quality time to be productive. I need quality time to grow and learn. And that's why I listen to my radio uh, listeners who call me. I listen to you because you listen to me. And I want to know what you want me to talk about, what to explain, how to be the best I can be, and how to grow and make this show better. Yeah, we're finally, I think, real close to getting the YouTube channel going. Hello, Jim. And so we're getting the YouTube channel just about set up, and we're going to rock and roll with that. I'm going to give you a bunch of of tips and things and understand so that you may understand what's going on in the car business because the overhead has exploded, and it's going to continue to go up and up. So be prepared for a battle mentally, physically, and spiritually 
for your money. In Proverbs 5, 23, people die of lack of discipline. How many times can you say no to yourself that before you give in? And because of his great folly, that's the people that don't have any discipline. You know, they're lost. They are lost. And it gets back to, again, that folly is lack of good sense, normal prudence, and foresight. And, you know, it's a foolish act. Um, I've seen so many people make foolish acts, you know, buying something way over their head, way more than they can afford. And here comes the commercials all over the radio and TV. Do you hate your car? Do you hate what you owe? Do you hate everything? Well, I mean, you know, are they provoking you? Are they are they enticing you to come? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I've talked to so many people lately that get this great price, and when they get in there, wham, they get hammered, really hammered, by by the the dealership. Oh, well, we just sold that truck. We just sold that car. But six months ago, I had a man call, and I, I think he called the station here. And that phone number is here. It's 310-340-9585. Give us a call. And he said that he just talked to the dealership, and they were 10, 15 minutes away from the dealership. Time they got there, amazingly, this great deal and the great car. Good morning, Bobby. Uh, was gone, and they were ready to buy this vehicle. But, oh, man, will the dealership lie to you? They, they want home field advantage. Remember, this is like a football game, and we keep score your money. Show me the money. That's right. And, hey, you think they're going to you, – you, little old you, going against trained team of professionals with a bunch of backup stars and all-stars, with the back owners and managers and general managers, pros with a, with a game plan. Have you got a game plan when you walk into this dealership? No, you don't have no game plan. You're not ready for nothing. All you got is pride and emotions directing you right down that road. Hey, good morning, Donnie. Don, I mean, Don Duffy. You get, y'all, you got pride and emotions going down this deal. And you catch a great salesman, and before you know it, wham, you're in debtor's prison for seven years, paying too much money on a losing value. You know, hey, I got this, and I don't, I don't play the lottery, uh, but I got this lottery ticket, and I thought it was worth the money when I bought it. And now I want to sell it to you after the lottery's already been announced. So, I mean, that's sometimes the way I feel like a vehicle. Man, I bought this brand-new $80,000 truck, and I love it. Now, what's it going to be worth when I drive it off the showroom floor? What's it going to be worth down the road? Well, that's, that's all things you've got to really study about and understand. And do you have the reasoning of justifying yourself, telling yourself that you made a great deal. Hey, the salesperson's going to tell you what a great deal you got. Oh, man, you really think so? Take that car back about two months later, that truck, and ask them what they'll give cash for it. Not trading, cash. Not games, cash. Is there any games at a car lot? Oh, man, there's so many games, I'm going to tell you. Toys R Us couldn't keep up with the games that were that were going on in the car business. I guarantee you, they got they got they know all the holds, all the dance moves, all the sayings, everything. And guess what? You don't have you're not prepared for nothing. We're gonna talk about more in the second half of the show. We're about to take a four minute break, 
But I, I want to ta- I want to talk to you about what pushes your button. Think about that. What causes you to purchase things? What causes you to do things? Where are you at in your walk? Where are you are where in your growth? Are you are you planning for the future? Are you planning for retirement? I don't plan for retirement. I love what I do. I thoroughly love what I do. Hello, Mark. And so I want to be the best I can be. I want to make the right decisions. I want that spiritual growth. I want to be in the right place at the right time. But if I let my emotions, my pride, my greed be my focus, I I won't never be there. I won't make those right decisions. You know, I mean, I went through uh, something this week and should have blown my top and got into a rage. But thank you, Jesus, because he kept me in, in, in control. I made the right decisions then. Good morning, Mark. And, and I made the right things. And it's not because of me. It's because of the focus I have on Jesus Christ. Lead me, guide me, direct me. And I need that. I do need that. I can't do it by myself. I was a great heathen until Jesus Christ changed my heart, made me from a taker to a giver. Let me give you the instructions. Let me be your mentor. Let me be there for you. My phone number is 830-708-4789. God bless you. Hey, we got a phone caller. He's a little late. Tell him to hold on. We're going to get him back when uh, we come back on. We'll be back in four minutes. God bless you. Hey, tell 20 people to go to Facebook, Randy Adams, or go to 630 AM, the radio dial. Hello, I'm Randy Adams. Learn to buy and sell cars.com. Heard right here at 6.30, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. If you need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. We thank you, San Antonio and surrounding areas. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. Hope you're having a great weekend. I hope you get to spend time with family and friends and really dig in deep in your relationship uh, I'm really studying hard on my relationships with, uh, even with the high-maintenance people, the high-maintenance people in my life. Uh, I got to love them no matter what uh, and and really understand what's going on in their life. And, uh, hey, you listeners, give us a call, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. No dumb questions. Love to talk to you. Uh, give us a call and also get pen and paper because I'll give my phone number out a time or two after the I had my mask on my mask sometimes itches my nose but makes an itch but anyway give us a call and I'll give you my phone number a little bit later hello Michael and so uh, what's going on in our lives sometimes dictates what's going on in our mind we got a healthy mind we're going to have a healthy life uh if you if you got personally a train wreck in your life, you ought to be a train wreck in everybody's life, you know. And and sometimes we make these purchases that cause us some pain and misery at the end of the month. And I don't want that pain and misery at the end of my month. I want to be complete, whole, and healthy. And and you know, the car business has changed tremendously, especially in the last probably two years. And it's going to keep continue to do that. It's It's going to, everything's running 90 miles an hour. Pride, greed, selfishness, and money uh, has caused the the car business to change tremendously. I remember when new car dealers would complain about 
the overhead being a hundred thousand a month, and now it's a million and a half to two million a month. And I have a lot of arguments. People telling me, "Oh no, that's that's not the way. It can't be that high." Well, I got news for you, it can be that high. You know, but you know, lots of times we we bow to the circumstances in our life, and let them, our circumstances control our life, and uh, we're in that. That circumstance, we don't know who's going to be elected. Uh, the country's divided in, in a lot of situations. And so uh, uh, divided in who needs to be president, divided in if you're going to be a communist party or not, a uh, country or not. Uh, just so much, you know. But uh, we're seeing the market drop in the car business. I, I think we've taken a lot of buyers off the market. And so we've got to be prepared for changes that happens always in October and November. And we're in the middle of that. And uh, the best part about my business is I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. It don't matter what it is. There's no telling what you'll see on there. And, uh, Bobby, I sent a guy to, that, uh, to, for you to do some work on a, a car this morning. He's supposed to call you. And so... Uh, we we go through a lot of circumstances that we can't. Greg's in. Hello, Greg. He's in Michigan, and so you know the Ford ads came out with zero interest rate, and people bought with both hands. The dealers went up on the prices because scared to run out. And now we've got a lot of people that are are sitting in debtors' prison for the next seven years. Uh, I love Proverbs one five. Let the wise listen and add to their learning. Who are you learning from? Who's influencing you? Are, are do you are you so prideful that you're a know-it-all and you know all the answers and all that's going on, and you're the easiest person to sell because all we got to do is tell you how smart you are and you get big-headed, more, bigger than before, and it's easy to sell you. You know, uh, it's always wise to count the cost before setting out on some great undertaking, buildings, uh, project. Parties, weddings, buying a buying a vehicle, um, like I said, uh, buying a couple of houses, and uh, I've I've looked and see what it's going to take to get them where they need to be. Uh, you know, I I I I made a commitment, but the commitment didn't come through till I looked exactly what it was going to cost me to get these houses ready to sell, and so. What's your commitment? You you can commit to buying a car, but then it's time to look at your budget, look at your finances, look at what it's going to be worth down the road, how much you're going to use it, how much you're going to enjoy it, what you can afford and can't afford, what the interest rate's going to be, how, what's the longevity of these, these, this car that you're looking at? How long is it going to last? A good car starts out with a good deal. A good deal produces even a better deal when you start out with a good car. Lots of times people buy throwaway cars. Uh, I've had this question recently a couple of times. What's the difference in manufacturers? Well, I honestly believe Toyota and Honda want to build the best car and and to last because that way they got loyal customers. The other manufacturers want to build something to last 100,000 miles, and that way you got to buy a new one. They don't care about longevity. There's some quality cars out there that used to be quality. But about oh six, they decided to get in the market like the Americans and build a, a sub-superior car that won't last as long. 
And so we, we see so much. I mean, you know, uh, Bobby does all my work in New Braunfels. He's He has a mechanic shop that I lease him a building. And so what they, – hey, they – what man makes breaks. Nothing lasts long. Some things don't even last half of what they used to. I mean, we're changing fuel pumps out. Um, years ago, we very seldom changed the fuel pump out. Now we're changing fuel pumps out. We're fixing air conditioners constantly. Transmissions don't last as long. I've got a Dodge Diesel, a 91, that's got a million three hundred thousand miles on it. It's never had the head off, never had the pan off, never had the transmission out. But the transmission's about gone. But it's got a million three hundred thousand miles. It's the way we drive. It's the way we maintenance. You know, make those decisions today. Focus on the day for the future. Focus on that. You know. But so many people create storms in their life, and they create these problems, and they make these decisions. And then what happens? They complain when it rains. Does it rain in your life every day in your head? Is your mentally fighting a battle with everybody around you and everything that you own? Uh, are you fight, fighting with your budget? Are you do you live with joy and peace that comes from Jesus Christ, or do you do live with problems and anger and selfishness and pride and rage and and that comes from the devil or? are being insecure. Insecure people chase after love. Secure people attract love. Think about that sometime. Think about your relationships. Are you attracting love? Are you attracting the good things in your life? Are you attracting, you know, uh, you searching for that person? You're searching for those things. Are you, Insecure people got to have the biggest, the baddest, and the best ride in the world if they can't afford it. There's two kinds of cars afford and can't afford. Hey, if you can afford... A Ferrari. Hey, I've got a buddy that's wanting me to help him get a Ferrari. I'm going to help him get in that trap because I can't talk him out of it. And I've tried. He can't say no to himself. I can say no to myself. I've, I've told you that many times. But he can't say no to himself. So he's going to put himself. Now, he can afford this Ferrari. And if you can afford a Ferrari and that's your passion, yeah. But the people that can't afford a Ferrari can't, don't understand what it's going to take. That insecurity, chasing after that lifestyle, chasing after, you know, I often talked, this was a couple of years ago, at Cornerstone Church. I used to greet at one of the front doors. Now I'm at the, I'm at Cornerstone, I'm at the Stone Oak door, which is a north side door, and everybody comes through. You got to smile to get inside the church. Uh, if you're not smiling, I, I hold you up, make you smile before I let you in, or I get you laughing, one of the two. But, I mean, he used to park outside with his Maserati, man. I'm telling you. How'd you like to have that trap? Ooh, mercy. You're talking about you need you need a mechanic. I, I often talk. Well, I and I carry a pair of jumper cables. But I carry pump jumper cables because I'm switching cars so much, and I don't know the condition of the battery. But, man, if I, if I, I often told a guy that owned a Maserati that years ago, he it was in the shop more than than uh, it was he drove it, and I said, "Did when you bought that high dollar Maserati, did they put a tow bar in the back?" He said, "A tow bar? Why would I need a tow bar? So you get it to the 
to the shop for them to work on it a little easier. You need a tow bar as a extra equipment on this car. Well, sometimes we've got those kind of cars. You know what? I got this thing backwards. I hadn't even noticed, Barry. I've been filming you this whole time. I bet everybody thinks I'm nuts. There, I'm back. Yeah, we've been watching Barry work. He's my producer. I that's I got him. I got so enthralled in this show that I wasn't even watching Facebook. I'm sorry about that, Facebook. Y'all should have told me, hey guys, you got your camera on backwards. Uh, and so, but I mean, I know I'm making fun of some of these cars, but I want to tell you something. Um, I sold my <laughs> I sold my office manager a Mini Cooper one time, and I'll tell this story real quick. Uh, I was in. I bought from Mini Cooper and Volvo. I mean, Volvo and BMW is owned by the same guy for years. Anyway, I was in the, in the BMW store buying a car, and the guy he was a used car manager for Mini Cooper and Vo- and BMW. He said, "Man, I got this green uh, Mini Cooper that I need to get rid of." I said, "Okay," uh, and so I bought it. It was low miles, still under warranty great brand new kind of car well i bought it i get it back to my office my office manager says that's the color in the car my son wants to buy i said okay so i sold it to him and i I took a short profit on it because i i sure liked uh, kathy my office manager and her son travis was a great guy really good guy and so but the problem was that first time that car had a problem he took it in and Service manager said, oh, yeah, I know this car. We've had this in the shop a bunch. He said, a bunch? He said, oh, yeah. He said, uh, people got fed up and traded it back in. They said, wasn't it a lemon law? I said, no. I said, they didn't want to tattoo it as a lemon law, so they took it back and traded Then they sold it to me. Oh, man, yeah, they sold it to me. So anyway, so it was in the shop, and every time I turned around, he was in a different Mini Cooper. I said, what you, you trade that? No, no, this is a loaner. Uh, it's it's got a problem again. It's back in. He said, Randy, it's been more in the shop than I've drove it. Well, he ended up trading, trading, getting rid of, getting out of the Mini Cooper, and it was just one of those cars. And I mean, Mini Cooper to me is not the best car on the street. Uh, they're awful cheap when they get four or five years old. I mean, awful cheap. And so, you know, here here's. I thought these people were trying to take care of me. And, you know, these new car dealers, they don't care about us. There's some dealers in this town I've dealt with since the 70s and helped them make deals and helped them be number one. And they don't care. They could care less about me. You know, and and that's why I'll tell the truth about them. If you call me about a dealership, I'm going to tell you the truth because I know them all. I've dealt with them all. And lots of times... These guys that you've helped for 20, 30, 40 years, there's there's a couple of dealers that I've been dealing with 45 years. In this town, do they care about me? They'll burn me. They'll stab me in the back in a heartbeat. They could care less. It's about what can you do for me today? What can I make today? What can I do? It don't matter. You know, their word's no good to me. Their word's no good. They can promise me to do something in it. I've, I've talked about a T-Bird that I made a deal for a dealership, and they didn't want the T-Bird till they got into their 
car dealership, and I talked the guy down $10,000 for them to trade. Do they care? No. So if they don't care about me doing business for 45 years, how are they going to take care of you? How are they going to tell you the truth? How are you going to get the best deal out of them? A little work saves a little money. A lot of work saves a bunch of money. And that's why I advertise for people like Granite Hills in Lano, Texas. They've got Chevrolet, GMC, and Buick. Because I've seen them in action. I see how they take care of people. I see how honest they are. I see how the F&I department works. You know, I mean, I often talk about there's a, there's a dealership in this town that the F&I guy makes forty forty five thousand 45000 a month. So if he makes that kind of money, what's the dealership making? Two hundred, two hundred and twenty, because he works on a percentage. See, the owners step aside. You you know that's what's good about Granite Hills. You know the owners are there; they're hands on. You can meet them. You'll talk to them. They'll help you with the deal. Most of the time, you're dealing with them. They've got a few salespeople, but they override and 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 look over the every deal. I mean, they're hands on dealers. But I've I've had so much trouble. Uh, yeah, I've so hey, that's Greg. That's happened a bunch. He's on Facebook like to uh, fly down, buy a car, and take it back. Hey, I used to send a lot of trucks to Michigan, and they'd come down and buy beds, frames, cabs, all kinds of stuff, and haul them back to Michigan. They'd bring a a forty foot trailer down, and we'd stack it full of stuff, and they wanted rust free going back to Michigan. And I sold a lot of trucks going back up there. I wish I had them all back now. Man, they're worth a lot more money today. But I guess they're rusted out up there. I mean, unless they really know how to take care of them and put them in the right place. And maybe they don't drive them out in the salt and the ice and the snow. But the humidity gets them. So, you know, yes, uh, I used to sell. I told this story. There's a missionary in, in Alaska and a, a church tree of life in New Braunfels that I've uh, known about all ever since the beginning of it. Great, great church, tree of life. And uh, they had a missionary they would take care of. And uh, hello, Juan. And so this this missionary would call me in April and say, we're going to be down in May, and I need two three-quarter ton Chevrolet pickups, and I'm going to tow one back. He would fly down, bring his family, He'd be with the church for about 30 days, and I'd sell him two three-quarter ton four-by-fours going back to Alaska. And he would tow, put his family in it, put a tow. He'd buy a new tow bar. He wouldn't bring tow bar down. He'd sell it when he got it up there. But he'd buy a new tow bar, hook it up, and he'd tow one truck back to Alaska and drive one. And he'd get up there, and he'd come back the next year, and he said, Hey, Randy, you know that truck? Uh, you sold me that white three-quarter. Yeah, he made a lot of money up there. I drove the other one all year long, and I sold it. That was part of his help him to survive up in Alaska with selling those two trucks. I mean, I've had all kinds of deals. I've had deals in China, shipping cars to China, shipping cars to Germany, Sweden. Uh, I sold Corvettes and conversion vans into Germany for about 10 years. Uh, That deal's all over. But see, you know, as long as they can take advantage of the United States, the foreign countries want to take advantage of us. And once they can't take advantage of us, you know, then they change the system up. We were selling cars to Russia. I, I sold a lot of cars to Russia. Of course, the ruble crashed, and uh, I can talk about that sometime, about the ruble crashing and what it cost people uh, and how it affected the market 
and how it affect their money. See, that's that's what the Democrat, the Communist Party, want to do here. They want to crash our dollars so we go to one world money, one world government. And you don't think that's not on the way? Hello, Clint. Uh, what's your question? Uh, one world money, one world government. Uh, they do. And when that does, we're going to be equal to foreign countries. So where are they going to put our money? They're going to give us advantage or disadvantage, you know? What are they going to do to change that's coming in? Greg, uh, I mean, Clint, you can give us a call here, 210-340-9585. That's 210 340-9585. So what's our money? What, how are they trying to affect our money? We're printing money so fast, trying to keep the economy up, trying to keep things, trying to keep the Communist Party out of it. Hey, are we all going to be driving 2020s if Biden gets in? We might be. We might be looking down the road, you know, 10 years from now, everybody driving 2020 or older. They want to do away with cars. They want mass transportation. They want to control us, you know. But, I mean, we've got to fight back. We've got to know what's right from wrong. You love your freedom? You love, or do you want the government to tell you what all to do? Are you going to drive what they want to drive? Are you, the man, Who's going to be in the manufacturing business? I mean, I don't understand Warren Buffett. Of course, he owns, you know, over 100 new car dealerships. You don't think they're not cash cows? There's a phone call. And so they own over 100 dealerships and want to buy more. Well, we've got to be ready mentally, physically, and spiritually for a battle for your money. You know, Proverbs thirteen twenty says, Walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm. you got to walk with the wise. Hello, Roger. Thank you for calling, Roger. Yes, sir. Yes, Randy. Yeah, Randy. Uh, these crazy people, if they do get in office, is it wise now to look at a hybrid because these gas prices are going to go skyrocket? That's a possibility. I mean, you know, uh, hybrids are better than they used to be. Uh, I'm still not a Leaf fan. I'm still not a Nissan fan. But, yes, uh, Toyota builds a good one. Evidently, Kia's building a good one. Uh, Ford's improved, but they're going to quit building their cars, so I don't know the direction they're going to go. But, yes, I believe if Biden's in there, I think gas prices are going to go up. I think we need to uh, – and that's why I bought the house in New Brunswick where I bought it. I'm close to my car lot. Um, I'm close to everything I need, H-E-B and all kinds of other stuff. And so I'm, I'm planning for the future. I'm planning for what can happen, what can go on. And, yes – Bicycle, I like to have a bicycle. I may have a moped. I don't know. I've got a moped. Uh, but I'm planning for the future. I, it's, I'm not doing it drastically, but I'm doing it a little at a time. I'm, I'm not doing it wholeheartedly. And, and the bad part about me, Roger, is I do everything 110%. Everybody that knows me says, you know, you do it 110%, everything you do. I mean, I'm 71, and I took up tennis, you know. And I'm playing against myself up against the wall trying to improve. But I do things a little extreme. But I'm not doing that extreme <clears throat> on on preparing. But I am thinking about the future. I am preparing myself. And I think that or a standard shift little bitty car or or something or maybe a moped or, I mean, who knows? Uh, 
you know, we might see a – in China, you see a bunch of people in bicycles and mopeds. I mean, you know, we we need to look at these communist countries and see how the people survive, how they've changed, how they've got set, you know. So, I mean – But it's, you know what? But you know what, Randy? We received word this morning. It's in God's hands, and Trump is going to remain in office. I believe it. And, I, you know, hey, God put him in there the first four years ago. I mean, it was against yes. all odds. But, I yes. mean, if we find out all the the lying and the cheating, hey, I'm going to tell you, Duke of Duvall and, and LBJ, and I voted for, you know, I couldn't vote then, but I was rooting for LBJ. And, and we're seeing that same thing. God's hand can be in this deal. God's hand can, can handle it and change. He can expose the evil. He can expose the hatred. You know, and that's why Proverbs ten eighteen is so strong in my life. When you hide hatred in your heart, you will. You have lying lips. Is that today in this politics? Is that what's going on? Because they have hatred for Trump so bad, they got lying lips, lying actions, lying ways. And I believe that that was written 3,000 years ago, and it should have been written saying the Democrats have lying lips <laughs> and hatred in their heart. Why yeah. do you want to hate? You know, I mean, why do we want to consume ourselves with those thoughts? But the problem is, is the what you hate, you become. And so they hate so bad, they become haters. And when you become so much of a hater, you become a taker. You, you you destroy your mind, your lives, your your relationships, you know, and you're correct. And I'm I'm not. That's one thing I'm not doing 110 percent. I'm preparing just in case. I'm looking at the future. I'm trying. I'm 71. I, I think I've got 15, 20 years left. But I want to be in the right position, the right place, look at the future, make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. And I think you're thinking the right way, Roger. And so, I mean, we just have to wait and settle. I'm afraid it'll be February 1st before we find out who's president. But uh, I'm hoping so. Yeah, we don't want that, that witch. No, we, we don't, don't want, want the, the witch, witch in there. there. You don't think that vodka vodka queen witch won't do something to us that lye soap won't take off? I'm telling you. I'm, I'm going to tell you, she's going she's gonna to put some pain and misery to this country, worse than the looks of her face. I mean, you know, that that witch is is evil, 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 and you, her, her hatred for America, the Democrats' hatred for America, is hidden. They say they'll lie and they'll do anything, but they'll lie all the way. Well, we're out of time, Roger. Thank you for the call. God bless you. May the blessings flow on you and your family, and thank you for listening. Tell 20 people to go to Randy Adams' Facebook. Go to 20 people to give me a call, 830 Four seven eight nine. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'll even buy your house. I'll tell you what it's worth. I'll tell you what you can do. I buy vehicles, trucks, uh, semis, anything legal. That's what I want to buy. I want to be the best person I can be. I want to be your mentor. I want to help you. Hey, and 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness. Father, mother, or spouse. Talk to my neighbors in New Brunswick. We had a great, deep discussion about that because they have family members on drugs. You need any help there? Give me a call. I love you, San Antonio. 830-708-4789. Give me a call. God bless you.